All right, everyone, we are live for today's podcast, Sunday, June 11th, 2023, MAOB Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. First off, uh, apologies, guys, for doing it on Sunday. We were planning to do it Monday, but uh, Marcel's uh, dad's birthday's t- uh, this week, so he he needed the, the day off, which I gave it to him. Uh, I'm a good boss here, Marcel. I try to make uh, things, you know, helpful for you, my, my friend, so... We just dropped in a little bit earlier, guys. Like, we'd be doing it 24 hours later on Monday. But you get it early, so we're going to do the UFC uh, 289 um, recap. And then we're going to be um, we're going to be previewing UFC Vegas um, 75. 75. It's crazy, right? I was thinking about that today. I'm like, holy fuck, we're at 75 of these events since, since COVID, right? Victorian mm-hmm. uh, Canyon. So we'll, we'll preview that in the next podcast. But we have an hour to do the, uh, the recap. Um, again, because Marcel, like I said, he's, he's got some stuff to do tomorrow. So we were talking and, and we weren't able to do the full two hours we want to give to you guys. So I figured it was better just to get out of the way today. And I think Marcel agreed. So anyways, man, how's it going? All good, man. All good. Um, yeah, kind of a busy weekend, gotta say. But um, yeah, right. all good overall. How about aren't you? you glad, aren't you glad I gave you the day off, man? I'm such a nice boss, Marcel, man. Like, geez, honestly. Yeah, man, just yeah, just just we're, we're just friends. We Marcel are friends. Uh, um, I'm doing good, Marcel. I'm looking forward to um, to talking about uh, uh, the card with you, obviously. Um, and it was a great card. We saw it last night. Lots to talk about, Marcel. A lot of uh, talking points. Um, just fixing the artwork. I accidentally put the preview uh, um, one up instead, Marcel, by accident. <laughs> so I just fixed it. So it's the recap. It's not the preview show, boys. Um, Anyways, uh, Marcel, let's get into it. I guess we got sure a lot to talk about, guys. So, I mean, we got we only had eleven fights, but I feel like there's a lot of talking points. Really quick, I'm gonna get the comments here. Got our boy Joe in the chat. Joe, sure. you're a brother too, my friend. <clears throat> Patrick, what's up, man? I missed the podcast so much. Hope you're doing well, my boys. We're doing good, man. I'm glad to have you here, Patrick. You're a good guy, and you like when you have uh, the time to come and, and do the chat live with us too. Here, to what's up? The champion's name is Charles Oliveira. Well, I mean, not yet, but. You know, he's going to get another title shot. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. We got our boy Antoine in the chat. What's up, Antoine? Again, thank you guys for joining us today on Sunday. We usually do it Mondays, but like I said, Marcel's got some stuff to do this week, so I want to do the full show with you guys. We're going to keep going through these comments, and then we're going to get into the to the uh, recap. Marcel, I know you love the Russians, but Charles is going to smoke Islam in Abu Dhabi. We're going to talk about that really soon. Clay, what's up, man? He hammered Oliveira. Dude, I, you know I liked him too. Marcel liked Darius. I love Charles. I called him by knockout, guys. Again, I'm, just, I'm really good at picking Charles's fights, man. Everyone sleeps on this guy. Every fight, Marcel, he's always a dog. Like, he was a dog against Gaethje. Oh, my God, he missed weight by 0.2 pounds. He's going to be a dog. Remember that fight? Come on. Chandler, who's an underdog against, I think. Like, guy's an amazing fighter. We're going to get into him in just a few minutes, guys. Beard just says he woke his house up with Oliveira won. <laughs> Trust me, I, I, know how, I know that feeling, man. Yeah, builder, fuck my. Uh, I, I said that I man mean, to a friend of mine, parlay killer here. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he screwed mine up too. Him and Maverick. Well, Maverick wasn't. Eh. I had builder, and then like I was saying in the chat, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take Maverick now, and then she lost. I'm like, oh fuck. So I ended up getting it back on Barrio. Thank God he won that decision. Like, I he's definitely won that fight, but you never know the judges. You yeah. never know. Marcel, honestly, thank, thank God like, there was there were no controversies in, in judging uh, this. Oh, event. thank God. Actually, you know what? Give them credit. I think the, yeah. the judges were good. The refing, I don't know, to be honest with you, when you get into the refing, but the judging were good. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the timestamps. Yeah, no problem, man. I don't, that's the thing. I actually do it during the podcast while we're doing it. Like, I think it saves time. I know it's easy. Someone suggested, I think you were the one telling me to do it like last year, Marcel. So I started doing it. While we're doing the show, I type out the number. It's a lot easier than I know a lot of guys will go back and watch it again and do timestamps. Guys, if you're listening, just do it while you're doing the show. Like, think about it. I'm recording with Marcel, producing the show, doing the timestamps. Like, I could do it all and answer the questions. I think you guys, other people can do it too, you know, on, on their podcast. So if I could do it, you could do it. <laughs> I'm not like an expert at YouTube by any means, but I'm trying my best. Um, crazy all very surely becoming a superstar. I mean, just he's been a superstar for like a few years now. All right, let's get into the fights, Marcel. Um, we're going to start off with the main event, guys. So as far as picks go, <laughs> this is crazy. So last week and this week, I went perfect on the main card both weeks. 6-0 and last week, 5-0 and this week. And the prelims, terrible. Last week, 2-5 and this week. One, four, and one, no contest. Just the prelims are I'm struggling with a little bit. I guess there's just not enough of a sample size for some of these fighters, I guess. And also, like, a lot of these fights were, I was kind of on the fence with it, like, last week. And we're going to get into some of those prelims. But to start the main event, Marcel, with uh, Amanda Nunez defeating Irene Aldana. 
Uh, dominant performance, obviously, guys. I mean, the fight was it was a, a washout. Um, definitely 50-44 was my scorecard. That's what two judges had. I think that's the right scorecard. The fifth round is 100% a 10-8 round. I saw a lot of media scoring 50-45. I, I understand the media scorecards don't matter. But honestly, guys, if you're going to put your scorecards out there, don't be lazy with them. Because that fifth round is an automatic 10-8 round. There was, Marcel, 19-1 to 1 in strikes and four and a half minutes of control. It was a complete blowout, okay? Like, that's a 10-8 round. If you're going to give the judges shit for not giving 10-8s, you got, you know, they're going to give you shit for not doing it too. I'm just saying, that's. I saw a lot of 50-45 after that fight, and I was like, what the hell? Again, it could have been 50-43, which is what Chris Lee had. But again, Marcel, 50-44, Judge Mike Bell had that score, so I feel good about it, right? Um, blowout, Marcel. Arena Aldana had the worst performance by a title challenger I've seen in a long time, to be honest with you. Terrible. Just not prepared at all for the fight. But honestly, Marcel, this is exactly what we thought it would go like, wasn't it? Like, I talked to you guys last week. The takedowns. I said it. I'm like, look at Amanda's like, last five fights. Like, six takedowns against Pena. Um, spent, uh, Anderson subbed. Six against Nunes. Eight against Durandamy. You know, obviously she had the loss against Pena mixed in there. But the other fights where she won, it's all wrestling-based. She's been a wrestler more, more so than a striker for a few years now. Um, it really started with that fight against Jermaine Durandamy. Um, a few years ago, where you know, why would she stand in this trade with a with a superior striker, a technical striker, you know? And she fell in love with the wrestling. I think then. I mean, she's been using it before, but if you look before the Jermaine Durandamy fight, Marcel, four of her wins before that, uh, four of the five wins were by knockout. Since then, she hasn't knocked anyone out, and four of the wins out of the six have been by decision. So that's who Amanda kind of turned into at the end of her career, more of a decision wrestling based fighter, which is fine. I mean, she did what she had to do. This was a dominant performance. Um, she looked great. Obviously, covered that minus three hundred price tag. Quite frankly, Marcel, there was value in minus three hundred. She should have been like minus a thousand. Like looking back at the fight, um, Aldana had nothing for her. She landed one good punch in the first round, like a right hand. Um, it was like a counter right hand that did kind of rock Amanda, like for a second. That's it. That's literally all she did in the fight. It was a blowout. Um, it was a pretty sad performance by a challenger. I think like. She worked a long time to get here, and then she laid that egg. I don't know if the nerves got to her. If she just wasn't good enough. I don't know, but I was disappointed by Aldon's performance. I thought Nunez looked good. I don't think she looked amazing, personally, Marcel. Like, I think that's a fight she should finish, guys, personally. I, f- I felt the same way about her last fight, too. But uh, she looked good. She retired after the fight. Um, and obviously, he's going to go down as the greatest women's fighter of all time because she has wins over Cyborg, um, Rousey, Shevchenko. I mean, her body of work, home, it's, it's amazing. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, great career. Um, pretty amazing career. I remember her in Strike Force, guys. I remember when she fought Alexis Davis and she got destroyed. And I was like, man, there's nothing special here. And then even in the UFC, she got smoked by Katz again. Or, you know, she dropped, she hurt Katz again in the first round and gassed out and got finished. And I think I was thinking to myself, like, I don't see anything special here. But, you know, Marcel, she turned into one hell of a fighter. So, you know, got to give her credit. She won, I think she won 13 of her last 14 fights with 12 finishes or something like that. Like, it's pretty amazing. So, she had a great career. There's no doubt about it. Um, give me your thoughts on the fight, man, and, and I guess Amanda. Yeah, I mean, she's great for me. She's not the GOAT, but she's definitely one of the better, the great, one of the greater fighters in women MMA. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to apologize to Juliana Pena because I said this fight would be much more fun than the trilogy against Pena. Yeah. But man, I mean, Nunes was completely dominant. Aldana had nothing for her at all. Absolutely nothing for her. Um, after one round, you pretty much could see that this was going to be like a five-round win for Amanda Nunes because I never really had the feeling that she wanted to finish the fight, actually, man. I had the feeling like she was okay with the decision and she knew that she was dominant and yeah, that was okay for her. Um, yeah, good win. Uh, I mean, so dominant that that was almost boring to watch, you know. I mean, you guys got to understand, I watched these fights at 7 a.m. in the morning after a long night, so um, I was hoping for a finish here that didn't came. Good win for Nunes, what can we say else about it, man, you know? Um, yeah, super dominant, been in the UFC, super dominant run, one uh, hiccup with Pena, but yeah, she got that back. And Zingano too, to be fair. Yeah, I, I mean, like when she had to run for the title, I, I don't mean like before the title run, but uh, yeah, she had the Zingano too. And also a strike force, like you said, Alexis Davidson, she lost to Sarah Dayello as well. And, you know? and Victor, so, no one talks yeah. about that loss, she got out wrestled in that fight, yeah. Yeah, so for 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 me, she she's not the goat in my opinion, you know. But I mean, cyborg? is it cyborg for you? Yeah, it still is, you know. And I understand. You know, she knocked her out in a dead fight, yeah. really. Okay. I, 
I, I understand that that she beat Cyborg, you know, but the dominance, the pure dominance and women mm -hmm. MMA, Cyborg still much bigger than Nunes, in my opinion. The thing is that people can give an argument like about uh, Pat use, you know, the steroid uh, allegations. So I understand that, you know, and I, I won't judge you if you uh, say uh, Nunes or uh, Nunes is the goat because I think that's like what most people think. But I'm not really there at this moment, but she's definitely one of the best. You know, I don't take that away from her at all. Um, yeah, but I already had the feeling for a long time that she was not really in it anymore, you know, with Nunes, you know, and still she's she's still good, you know, very good, world class. She still she still beats these girls up, you know, but in her mind, I feel like she was already not there anymore, you know, and you saw parts of that in the first Pena fight, you know, and because Pena was that that much of an annoying person to her she definitely wanted that one back you know and she got that one back and now she was actually f uh, supposed to be fighting for trilogy against Pena. now she gets aldana she wins that one and she's like okay i'm done you know i did what i had to do and good for her man i mean how many times we see champions going on too long you know and completely destroying their legacy and uh, she didn't do that she's ha at a happy place she gets a second child uh with uh, with nina so um Good for her, man. I cannot hate on that, you know. I, I'm I'm just happy for her, and uh, we I, I think we gotta respect her, and uh, we gotta remember her as one of, one of the greatest in uh, women MMA of all time. So, all respect. It's just crazy how fast these guys and girls, in her case, careers just go by. Like, cause I like I said, I remember her making her UFC debut. I feel like it was yesterday. Now she's retired, you know. Like, at the same time, Marcel, it's MMA. Like, <laughs> um, Nina Nunes retired. What? last year now apparently john annex is like oh she's coming back after they have their kid so amanda could come back in a few years i could see that happening um i gotta be honest i'm a little surprised guys just because like i feel like there was a lot of easy money out there for her. i mean she's obviously already rich she must be completely loaded at this point she's won yeah. a lot of fights she has a gym um again she has a partner that's also a fighter that you know it's made a good good career for herself so they they have money they don't need it i guess but i don't know just I mean me personally, Marcel, I, I was I, I was a little bit surprised. I got to be honest. Go ahead. The only thing that annoyed me, man, that was uh, at the presser afterwards, where she was like, "Every champion coming now after me is a fake champion because I'm." Yeah, the, the, I was well, like, "Shut up!" Yeah, you know, that, 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 on, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. we, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's uh, it's uh, Jose Aldo still uh, yeah, the, the former champion. Who explains a fake champ because he came after GSP? Like, it's stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid, you know. Yeah. That, that, also, yeah. you know, you know what else is stupid? Julian Pena's tweets. Just so fucking annoying. Like, shut up. Like, she's not scared of you. Like, she yeah. beat the fucking shit out of you in the last fight when she didn't have long COVID. You know, like, well, that fight wasn't competitive. By the way, Pena, I think Dana said she's going to be in the next fight. I guess it's going to be against Pennington. It's not official, but should it makes, be. it's going to be one versus two. It's the fight that makes sense. Um, Mark, I saw Marcus in the chat asked us what we, what we would line that fight as. I mean, I think Raquel Pena is really fucking good and really underrated. So, like, honestly, I think she's got a good chance to win the fight. Um, Pena is the former champion. She'll probably be a favorite in the fight. I, mean, yeah, if I, had to guess, but sure I don't think it'd be by much. You think, think so? Yeah. I don't think it's, I think it's a close fight. Don't get me wrong, but I think it will, it she will be sure be favorite. That's what I think. It's very possible. Yeah. I mean, Pennington's what won five in a row. So she's got a chance to win for sure. Um, she's and a great fighter too. Um, you know what? But, you know what's interesting, man. If if uh, Valentina doesn't win the rematch against Grasso, maybe see her going up to bantamweight. You know, and maybe she can make a run there. I wouldn't be. Yeah, surprised well, yeah. I mean, especially now that Van is gone, right? Like it makes sense. So just say Valentina goes in there, beats Grasso in the rematch, like and finishes her, and then or loss and goes or even loses. Yeah, there's a chance for sure. Um, there's probably a few fighters at 125 where I'm thinking about that might move back up. It's possible, right? Um, mm -hmm. as, you know, because the man retired, um, Dana he didn't say it explicitly, but he he basically confirmed in a way that the the featherweight division is going to be dead, um, which is not much of a division anyways. Marcel, as we know, um, yeah, I mean, just what's extent, the, there's what three fighters in the division? Like, what's that for? What's that for a division? Or was it just like I don't know? Like, uh, what are they going to do with like Norma Dumont? Does she have? Doesn't she have a fight coming up? Yeah, Norma? against the Chelsea Chandler. I have one forty-five. Forty-five. Right? So like I don't. What's the point of that fight then? Like I don't know. You know we don't have a weight class anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and Norma's a you know we we all like big Norm here, right? But like let's be honest, Marcel, <laughs> the dump truck, right? But let's be honest. Like what's the point of having her on the roster if she's yeah. not in a division? I, I, it doesn't I make agree. sense. So my, my battle be offered to Bellator, you know, where they actually have a division. Yeah. Bellator mm -hmm. or Victor. I mean, those are the yeah. two options, right? I think. I, and, and I mean, I saw Alex's tweet last night too. But like it was exactly what I was thinking. Like I know, I know you were thinking the same thing. Like. 
maybe this is where they could bring in 105. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, uh, you, could do a, you could do a fight like Michelle Waterson against um, whoever the Invicta champion is. For instance, I would do. I, I would do Luma Lukbunmi against Invicta champion. Yeah. You could, I mean, you could do that, but I think I think if Michelle could make it, because I know she's the former champion in Victor Adamweight, yeah, so that's my opinion. Anyways, um, all right, let's get some comments here, guys. There's a lot of people that were talking here. Sorry, guys. Right. You were talking. Um, Marcus, not impressed. It was it was bad. You feel bad for Blue Belladonna? I don't feel bad for them. I mean, like, no offense, but like they were writing off Nunes way too soon. I made that mistake in the second PF fight. Honestly, I thought she was done after the first one. But clearly, she wasn't. I'm glad that I went back to the well again for this one. I mean, let's be honest. We both didn't see it, man. You know, and we have a lot of respect for Aldana. But you got to look at the the other fights as well, you know. And Aldana was heavily struggling with Jason until that up kick, you know. And, well, Holly Holm took her down at will. Um, yeah, I mean, Holly Holm, fifty forty five for her. I think, I think Raquel so, yeah. painting in that fight. The first one was a close fight, but Raquel took her down. I remember betting her in that fight, and I was so disappointed. I'm like, man, she can't stop that takedown in the third round. Lost the fight. Anyways, a couple of our comments. Was last night's fight the end of the women headline pay reviews? Um, I don't think nope. so. No way. Um, there's still. I, th go ahead. I think they're gonna do Grosso Shashenko too. Yeah, that's number sixteen. So. I don't think that's gonna be a pay review though. I think it's gonna. No, be no, no. It's there. gonna be a fight night. Yeah. It, it, but at the bigger arena. But it's gonna it's be a fight night. Yeah. yeah. But as far as headline pay, I mean, I still think Rose could. You know, she's still a big name. Um, that last fight was bad, but I think potentially the future. Um. I mean, there's, I'll agree that there's not a lot of options right now, but I think there's, there's going to be some woman that emerges as a superstar. There will be someone else. And also the thing is, like, Amanda was, like, besides that Juliana fight the last couple of years, she was so dominant, you know? And yeah. now I think with the real... It's pretty much like what Flyway with Demetrius Johnson, yeah. you know? With yep. the real dominant champion going away, I think everything goes much closer to each other. Yeah. Maybe it's much more fun fights, you know? You know no, no it's, it's, a, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing for the division. Yeah. You guys ever give 10 10 rounds i don't know because like we should be able to decide around 10 9 that's you know especially the real judges are paid to do it i bit of confidence in aldana she completely disappointed she looked terrible you can see jang headline yeah jangle headline up awesome. she's still a big star for sure um let's see here um uh, just looking through the comments guys i don't put my feelings in fights man i feel terrible for benio oh, we'll, we'll talk about him in a second man um opening okay so like i said i i, I think it's gonna be close but I think we both agree Pena will be favored. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make a pick right now, Marcus. I need to look into that fight more. But like I said, I think Pena is really underrated fighter. I really she's very solid everywhere. She matches up pretty well with everyone in the division. Um, but Juliana is the former champion, so I think she probably is going to be the, the favorite because of that. And she's very tough, obviously. Who's better than Nunes? Not me, Valentina. Mm, Cyborg, yeah, she did test positive for steroids. That's true. But let's be honest. Like some of these other fighters probably took steroids too before they had Usada, Marcel. You know, because it was the Wild West back then. You know what it was, my friend. Would you guys pick the bet when the hold a women's bandway title? I mean, I again, Payne is going to be favored to win it, but like, I don't think she'll be a dominant champion at all. I think you know, even if she won the belt, there'll be someone else that comes up. Like, honestly, guys, like my Bueno Silva is kind of interesting to me. Marcel, they're giving her a huge fight with Holly Holm. Actually, we didn't talk about Holly Holm. Holly Holm matches up really well with these fighters too, because she has good wrestling, she has really good striking, but she's like forty-one or forty-two years old. That's the problem. But honestly, they could do Holly too against Pena, couldn't they? Couldn't they do that fight? Is that possible? Yeah, they could. But then I would be more of a fan of Valentina, you know. Going now that I think about, maybe they'll do Holly instead of Raquel, guys, because she's that, a that, that would be really bad if they do that. But she's she's three. She's three. She's yeah, but Raquel twice. She's been Raquel I, twice. I know, but Holly is fighting Myra Bueno Silva, dude. She, she has she to is, go. But she wins that fight, man. Yeah, you know, then it's right possible, there. of course. Then it's possible. I but think Myra, you know, I, I got to be honest. I think she's interesting because, again, if she wins that fight, she's going to be number three. And she's, yeah. like, very good fighter, really good striking, like, the nastiest submissions in the division, too, right, with the knee bars and everything. Because I look at the rest of the division. Like, you got, like, I, I like this fighter, Panny Kianza. I really like her fighter, fighting style. She's very uh, exciting. Ranked number seven. Like, she's not a number seven ranked fighter, in my opinion, but she's a good fighter. She's like, fighting Catlin in, in London, right? Yeah, Ketlin. Ketlin's four, and Ketlin's beatable. Number six yeah. is Giannis Santos. Giannis Santos is not a good fighter. I'm sorry, but she's not. Macy Shasson can't even make the weight. So, like, the division's kind of fucked right now. Even Carol Rosa, she's a featherweight now. It's actually fucking weird, man. This is actually crazy that Aldana came under 135 this time. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. She, she struggles <laughs> to make it, and all of a sudden she, she gets under it. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But, yeah, this division's sad. Like, looking at it, guys, here's the thing. Look at the weight. Look, look at this division sucks right now. It's, it does. It's actually, you might just say it's a good thing because we have a new champ, maybe. 
it still sucks because look at this. Okay, so Amanda's gone now, but you have Pena, who's a good fighter. Raquel Pena's a good fighter. Holmes a good fighter. Fear is a pretty good fighter. I'll give her that. Aldana. So those five fighters are really good, okay? But then you have Jan Santos, eh. Tank Yancet, mm. Macy Shesson, eh. Carol Rosa, mm. Byron Bruno Silva, maybe? I mean, she's a potential. But then you have Misha Tate, no. Julia Avila, she hasn't fought in forever. She just had a kid, too. Norma Dumont, she's not in this weight class. Josie Ann Nunes is not in this weight class. Chelsea, Ch this division stinks. They don't even have fighters ranked. They're actually fucking weights, guys. Like, half these fucking rankings are full of fighters from the featherweight division. What is going on here, Marcel? What is going on here? I'm looking at it. Literally, Shayson, Rosa, um, Dumont, Nunes, and Chandler. That's five fighters that are not even in this weight class. And then you have Tate. Her last fight was at 125, wasn't it? This is yeah. wow. I mean, the, the the women divisions mostly the lighter weight classes are much more fun, you know. One fifteen so, is stacked. It's amazing. One twenty five you know? is okay as well, you know. It's, it's okay, getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. But one one fifteen is the best for sure. Oh, for right? sure. It's it's, it's like so the lightweight big. division of the of the men, you know. <coughs> Which again, the reason why I want them to make one hundred five because then you'll have fighters moving down. You could have some yeah. of these fighters moving down that are, you know, like I said, someone like a Michelle Waterson, like she's a smaller, you know, straw weight, right? So, We're, anyways, I'm getting all worked up here about the rankings and I shouldn't do that. Uh, Hamza says fighting 294. Costa is fighting uh, uh, Ikram Alexarov, so no. Um, Hamza, I, I don't know. I mean, I still think the Usman fight makes sense, but Usman doesn't want to fight at 185, so it's probably not going to happen. Marcel, he's asking who your lightweight goat is. Um, probably probably Khabib. Before that, it was BJ Penn, and I think BJ Penn yeah. is still a, a very close second to me. Although the record, he lost a lot, but in, in that, that yeah. era, and it's crazy, you know, because Frankie Edgar beat him three times i think you know yeah but frankie's still, up there too i mean he's top five yeah. probably right frankie. And benson henderson should be benson there Henderson's well, up there too. um you know i know he didn't fight in the ufc for very long and didn't have yeah. success but i always liked gilbert melendez and strike force exactly him. yeah but, man, but his gilbert. ufc run was bad so i can't say he's the best guy obviously no. um and then uh honestly like um do bronx you know and, and i think he's right up there too so many wins longevity still knocking guys out and then you have Corey. i mean there's a lot of guys islam we didn't mention like it's one of the best divisions and yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, but I still think Khabib, someone could surpass him because he just didn't defend the title very long. You know, he left the sport very quickly. And I know he's a 29 0 record, guys, but I still think someone could come along that has a lot more title defenses that's more, not more dominant because he was fucking dominant, but that has more longevity, you know, because to me, that does matter more so longevity and the amount of title defenses. I know it matters for you too. Yeah, I mean, if Is for example, if Islam defends his belt four or five more times, he surpasses Khabib yeah. probably. So yeah, probably I mean, yeah. yeah. Probably even though he did lose that fight to Adriano Martins. Yeah, I remember right? that. The go the go to Adriano Martins. Yeah. <laughs> Blanchel wants to move on. Blanchel is interesting too, right? But I want to see her get the one twenty five belt first yeah, before she even thinks about that. Would you say that Chris is better resume than Amanda Marcel? I mean, he did say that. It's in, honestly, I. I it's it, it's I, like I, the, I, it's like hold on it's like Jose Aldo and Volkanovski and Holloway right like it's mm -hmm. it's it's hard to like most people would say Jose Aldo but he lost to those guys too so it's kind of tricky one for me I I do think Amanda is slightly ahead now because the quality of wins that she has like I said like Shevchenko twice Cyborg Rousey and then you have other fighters like Pennington Kate Pena like it's a really good resume but know. Cyborg is good too and she was super dominant during the 2010s. I should, and she's fought in Bellator and Victor UFC and all these promotions. Go ahead, sorry. I should say it differently, you know. Uh, let's go by weight class. Nunes, Bantamweight, Cyborg, Featherweight. And people will say she beat her at Featherweight. That's one fight. But yeah. Nunes didn't, have, like, didn't do at Featherweight what Cyborg did at Featherweight. You know what I mean? So... At bantamweight, one hundred percent, Nunes has a better resume. You know. Yep. Um, yep. So can we do featherweight go at cyborg, bantamweight go at Nunes? You know, is that okay? You know. Uh, Fine with me. I'm and, and, I'm and overall, you can say you you can pick whatever you want. I feel I feel like you know. Yeah. No, for sure. All right. Uh, a couple more comments here. Um, let's see here. We got uh, Pato. How many podcasts today? Two. We're gonna do it till four from four thirty to six thirty p.m. Eastern. Appreciate you guys jumping on Sunday. Um, Dan Malecki was released. Yeah, they're getting rid of 125. I saw her tweet or her post on Instagram. You saw that too, I'm assuming. Yeah, let's be really honest. She got signed when she was 2-0. No. Nobody knew why she got she was, signed. So. She was, she was well, well, come on. She's a good-looking girl. I mean, that's why they signed her. Yeah, you, nah, okay. Not my kind I of I think budget. so. I mean, she has her OnlyFans and everything. I think she's decent-looking. Yeah, I think okay. so. I think I think because I they definitely didn't fight her sign her for fighting skills more so let's be honest. Remember that fight with Josie Ann Nunes? I'm like, dude, I'm yeah. all over Nunes in this fight. Yeah, I, I think she was a that. dog there too. 
You guys think UFC signings were only a few on bandwaids because they knew a man was going to retire? Possibly. I mean, they have been signing more lately. I think Dana asked someone about or someone asked Dana about it. Um, I knew Donna was going to lose when she said sharing the cage there's enough for me. Yeah, she looked like she was like happy to beat her in a way. Like it was like the the it was like way too friendly it, almost. It, yeah, really during the week, right? A little bit too friendly, right? Too much respect. Like it's good to have some respect, but I think that you know, let's be let's give Julian like Darius, right? <laughs> yeah, the Darius too, but I mean, I'm just saying, Juliana. Like again, we're not the biggest fans of her personality, but like that first fight, Marcel, she showed absolutely no respect to Amanda, and she beat her, right? So I think that does play a factor. I mean, it's, it's MMA, right? Like you, you got to be mean a little bit too. You can be a nice guy, don't get me wrong, but you know, you need that little extra edge sometimes. All right, uh, let's go, guys. I, I got to go to the other uh, fights here. We got like we have to get through all these fights. So some of these comments are they're good good questions, but they're a little bit off topic for right now. So I'm going to stick to 289 stuff. Um, let's go to the co-main event, Marcel. I got this pick right. Aced it, Marcel. Charles Oliver knocked I called it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I knew he'd win, dude. He's just, he's the, he's the best. I love this guy. Amazing. Again, you talk about resumes. Look, look at his last bunch of wins. He has a knockout win over all of uh, Benil Darius the first round. Justin Gaethje submission win in the first round. Poirier submission win third round. Chandler knockout uh, second round. Completely destroyed Tony Ferguson. Uh, the Tony, Kevin Lee fight. That's kind of where, honestly, yeah, that was the fight for me. Where I'm like, yo, he's pretty good because I thought Kevin Lee was going to win that fight, and he, he he pretty much dominated Kevin Lee and finished him right. And after that, I've been picking him for a lot of these fights. Um, yeah, I picked him in all these fights. Actually, the Tony fight, I might have picked Tony to be fair, but I picked him against Chandler Poirier Gaethje. I did pick him against Islam, and he, he lost. But you know what, Marcel? I think there's something to, to, to be said. But he keeps saying like, I had an off night. That wasn't me in the cage. Honestly, looking at his career, I mean, yes, he's had some fights where he's, he's broken and, and cracked and kind of given up, but. I want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt because he comes back from that fight and he just destroys Benil Darius, who's who's on an eight-fight win streak, who was making these fights look easy, quite frankly. Like, he beat Gamrot pretty easily. Gamrot's really good. Like, he had some good wins during that win streak. So I think this is a this is a big win for Charles, man. He's absolutely deserving of a title shot. I know people are going to say, what would the winner, Poirier and Gaethje? Listen, those guys are great. I think the winner of that fight will be next after, after Charles. But it seems like Charles versus um, Islam's going to take place in Abu Dhabi. Again, Islam will be favored. He probably does win again because it's Islam and he's fucking great. We saw that against Volk. He's great. But you never know, man. And again, Marcel, Charles has power. And Islam did get dropped by Volk in that fight in the fifth round. Islam, his only loss got knocked out. Um, I think Charles in that, like obviously the first fight, he was willing to play in the ground. I think he's going to try to use his Muay Thai this time in, in the rematch, Marcel. Uh, might not work. He might get taken down and subbed again. It's very possible. But the striking is, that's where he's better than Islam. That's, that's the one place he's better probably. Um, obviously besides pure submissions, but the wrestling, no, you know, and he's going to get all wrestled. So I think that's his path to victory. Give me your thoughts, man, on Oliveira's win and, and what's next for him in the rematch. Yeah, I picked Darius. Um, I mean, but I said as well, I think to you, like if Charles wins, probably with, with stand-up, not with the ground game, you know, and he did, so good pick by you. Um, Thanks, bro. Yeah, I mean, uh, Oliveira, I feel like, he didn't start really well. You know, he pulled guard. I had the feeling, you know, and Darius was on top of him. But he got out. And from that moment, man, he put on a switch or he pulled off a switch and he started blasting him, you know. And uh, Darius didn't know what he had to do. Uh, got tagged, tried for a takedown, for, kind of failed, and Oliveira finished it. Um, yeah, man, good win for him, you know. And in my opinion, he deserves his rematch after this one, you know. I mean, Darius should have got a title shot if he won here. So why Oliveira not, you know? So uh, I know we have Poria Gaethje, but um, I think I think Oliveira deserves it. Only thing what's going to be now is, like, if we get Oliveira Makashev too and imagine Makashev wins, people, people are going to keep crying that Makashev only got one win against top five fighter in the UFC because he still has done two wins over Oliveira. Um but yeah, I mean, Charles deserves it. You know, he looked, uh, um, that, that's a statement win. You know what he made there? You know, a great finish. Yep. Um, yep. I feel bad for Darius, dude. I think he deserves title shot. Uh, but yeah, one, one fight too much, uh, right now. And, uh, I think the UFC is kind of happy about it because of the feeling that they really didn't want to give him a title shot. So, um, so yeah, yeah. good for, for, for Oliveira. And he deserves a title shot, man. I mean, um, you cannot do anything more after losing your title and then getting back and getting a first-round TKO win over Darius. It's yeah, huge. Good win. Good win. Yeah, but, you know, for me, like, another thing, like, I've been watching the sport for a long time, obviously, Marcel. I remember betting on Darius when he fought Ramsey Nijim in his second fight. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's going to fucking smoke him. And he got destroyed. I think that was in Abu Dhabi, too, if I'm not mistaken, that fight. He got, yeah, it was. He got destroyed. And it kind of always made me wonder about the guy's chin. He has been knocked out a couple times. So, again, Charles, his chin is not amazing either, but his recoverability is pretty good. Because you know what? Let's give Darius some credit. He actually did look pretty good early on in the fight. Yeah. He had the takedown. I, I will tra- actually, I think Charles pulled guard, but either way, yeah, he was in his guard, landing punches, landing ground and pound. And I was like, man, look, he's landing some good punches. But to be fair, Charles, again, defended really well, was moving his arms, covering his head. He learned from that fight with Paul Felder, I think, Marcel, because a lot, I think you were saying he's going to wrestle him, he's going to take him down, right? Ground and pound. He learned from that fight. That's that's the, that's the what makes fighters di- on a different level. It's the fighters that learn from their losses. Like GSP is a great example. GSP, he's always said that Matt Serra fight where he got knocked out, it changed his whole career because he realized like that experience that what happens when you get rocked, when you get hurt, and he learned from that. And he said that fight with Carlos Condit when he got dropped with the head kick, because of that fight with Matt Serra, he knew what to do when he got hurt. He knew to like stall, to like recover. So I think Charles has also learned. Listen, Charles will lose again. He might lose against Islam. He might get finished again. But um, he's definitely got a chance to win the fight. He's so dangerous, guys. Like, what is he, 20 finishes now, Marcel? Like, it's fucking insane. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, he's a special fighter. And the amount of bonuses he's won, too, is just fucking insane. So, I think he, I saw some stat, Marcel. He's won a million dollars in bonuses. Is that is that right? That's insane. Yeah, right? he oh. should sponsor our podcast. Uh. <laughs> Dude, Charles, give us some money, dude. No, that's <laughs> funny, Marcel. Years ago, it's been well, what was it, the year? Look at 2014 again. <laughs> been covering this shit for a long time. Remember the fight when he fought Jeremy Stevens? He was an underdog in that fight. And I went, I had an article about him on Osbreaker, and I'm like, definitely take Charles here to win the fight. And he actually like tweeted me back and was like, Thanks for picking me, man, and like believing in me. And he went out there and, and dominated Jeremy. So he's just a special fighter, man. I've always liked watching the guy fight. He's amazing. Let's get some comments, guys. Um by the way, Walter Walker is uh, Johnny Walker's brother. I think he's in the UFC. I think he got signed straight to the UFC. Yeah. They need heavyweights. They don't have any. So um, I don't know if he's going to be any good, to be honest with you, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, for sure, Antoine. I agree. Uh, screw this, Charles Luke gets serious. Prefers he is on fight a fresh opponent. Uh, I know what you're saying, Marcus, but honestly, he deserves it. When you go yeah. and knock out the guy who's got eight straight wins, he's beating everyone else, you, you earned your title shot. would be extremely like if, unfair if that happened. If Charles, if he just like won a boring decision, then no. It'd be, you have a different story here, guys. Yeah. He, he fucking had an amazing performance. The fans were going crazy. Everyone likes Charles. How can you not like this guy? He's so likable. Oliver Volkanovski would be an amazing fight. I mean, wow, that'd be a great fight. I think I'd favor Volk, though, because just the durability, honestly. But... You know, Charles is so good, man. I'd take prefer Gamrot. No, Gamrot's good. I like him, but I don't think so, man. I don't think he, how does he beat a split decision win over Jalen Turner? I, I don't know. You think Darius gained the winner of Armin Silva? He's going to fight one of these guys. Actually, I think Armin, if Armin beats Silva, which probably happens, that would be a good fight. But we'll see. I mean, honestly, Marshall, could you see Darius potentially retiring too? Could you? I don't think he's ready to retire, to be really honest. No? Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not saying he has to because he can still fight. Uh, he's still top five. But I'm just saying, like, it's an uphill climb after this, guys. When you get knocked out in, in a number of contender fight, you have to win, like, three or four more fights to really get back in that spot. Because, again, he's behind Corey and Gaethje now, right? Um, is then could have fought Darius pick Volkanovski. Things would be easy fight almost backfired. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Volk fought him tooth and nail. Gamera gets walked by every one of those guys. Gamera's great, but I, I mean, how I don't really consider him, like, an elite guy. Like, I really like Gamrot. He's top 10. He's not top 5. He's not top 3. He's not top 1. All right, Marcel. Let's go to the next fight here. Uh, you know I love this guy, man. Mike Pallott gets the bonus, Marcel. Amazing performance. Just absolutely amazing finish. Drops Adam Fugit. Submits him really quickly. Um, he's the real deal. I mean, we all wanted to see what happened in the first round. Well, you saw it, and he still had gas in the tank. Now, I still have questions about Mike. Obviously, we still know how he's going to get I was going to look when a guy really tests him in a three round fight, like someone who's really tough, who's got great cardio, and who can, uh, you know, go three rounds. But so far, in the UFC's looked amazing. Three straight wins by, by stoppage, um, two straight bonuses. And not only that, Marcel, but like we love him in Canada. We don't have a lot to cheer for these days. You know, we don't have, um, we don't have uh, GSP, we don't have Rory, we don't have these guys. Like there's obviously, there's 16 Canadians on the roster. Um, I think I saw that stat the other day. By far, the, the most, uh, Hyped up guy right now is Mike Pallott. He's a special fighter. He's a special talent. I really like him. He's super athletic. He's super dangerous. Comes from an athletic family. His brother's on the Winnipeg Jets in the NHL. I mean, that's super athletic, too. Um, black belt jiu-jitsu. 
great striker. Like the striking was so fucking good in this fight. It was so precise. Those kicks to the liver were so precise, right on the money. Adam Fugit's not a bad fighter, and he made him look like like a scrub. Like he dominated this fight. Um, this was the performance he needed. Um, someone talked about the rail, by the way. I feel bad for those people that fell. That's that's terrible. That's terrible that happened. Like that. I mean, honestly, Marcel, I wouldn't be surprised if those people sue the arena. It's not the UFC's fault. It's the arena. Um, they they didn't have that barricade um, put in properly. I wouldn't. I'm just saying, like Dana's like, oh yeah, everyone's fine. They're but I'm like, I don't know. Like honestly, I think these people are gonna lawyer up and sue them. I, that's what I think. I feel bad for the three. I feel bad for the three guards that standing under there. I didn't know if you saw that. And his quarterman got hit too, man. Like imagine someone got killed or something. Yeah. Like it's possible, right? Mm -hmm. Scary stuff. Anyways, let's get back to the fight. Malat looked great. Marcel, give me your thoughts. You know I fucking love this guy. What do you think about him, man? He's good, but we knew he was good, you know. Um, yeah, he looked good, you know. Um, uh, first round already, uh, he had that uh, kick to the to, to the body, you know, uh, very hard oh. kick. Um, and he Marcel, what would happen if he kicked you in the body if he kicked you and landed that kick on you, bro? <laughs> I don't know, man. Probably diarrhea for four weeks. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I was gonna say you're probably, your probably your poop's gonna fly out your butt, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, something like that. But um, I mean, everything that Fuji tries to true, he got back from uh, Mallet Mallet uh, two times more, you know, and um, even on the ground as well. I mean, how quickly he took that guillotine, you know, after uh, after the knockdown. Uh, yeah, man, beautiful stuff and a really good fighter. Um, I'm happy he showed his uh, his potential on the pay per view card, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's see what's next. I mean, the UFC can use some good can Canadian talent, and uh, I feel like the Canadians showed it in this event. Uh, this perfect way to show it, you know, and they did. I mean, I, I think they got the, yeah. they went six and zero. Oh, so yeah. Well, five and zero. Oh, I mean, this yeah. is the thing. Like, I really like, I like the end obviously, but like, <laughs> listen, like, I, I, she's an honorary Canadian, but she's only lived here for four years. Like, that's, mm. I don't know, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, she's Romanian. But she does represent Canada, so I'll give her credit. I'm not saying she's – I would like her. We're, we're going to claim her. Don't get me wrong. We're claiming Deanna. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to, like, go by, like, how many Canadians won, I don't know if you if you want to include her in that. That's all I'm saying. You, you just claim her not for the fight, but for obvious other reasons. For obvious other reasons. <laughs> I mean, like I said, that's a, that was a good-looking fight, man. Anyways, yeah, let's yeah. get back to the uh, fights. Yeah, Malat, who's, who's he going to fight next? That's the question. Um Someone in the chat last night in our Discord said uh, Daniel Rodriguez. I like I that fight because exact the same thing. Yeah, D Rod. Dude, I think it's yeah. a good fight because D Rod's tough as fucking nails. I know he got knocked out, but he's generally tough. The good and he test. has good cardio, right? The great but, test. You know, this is a great, great test. test. And, he, and I would say, man, uh, what about if uh, Randy Brown wins against Wellington Terman? I like that one as sure. well. You know, I still under I actually don't understand why Wellington's even getting that fight because I am very high on Randy Brown. I think he's yeah, like in that fifteen to twenty rate, sixteen to twenty. Yeah, rate, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, but I think Malat's earned that. This is going to be the fourth fight in his deal. They might have given him a new contract at this point. I'm not sure. I know he has a new manager. I believe if he's, he mentioned that, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for it. But I think that's a good fight. Someone like that. <clears throat> a couple other comments, guys. Let's see here. Uh, da -da. How do you guys feel about Mike Trevor Oliver, too? I mean, I think we both think it's a deserving fight. Um, yeah. It'd be nice if there was another fresh contender, but right now, you know, Oliver's earned it. He's impressed. Okay, talking about Gamera. Let's get back to Malat. 31. Yeah, here's the thing about Mike. He's been fighting since 2011 as a pro. He's been fighting a long fucking time. Um, but he took, like, a few years off uh, to be a coach at Team Alpha Male. He was a coach for, like, three years, just mm -hmm. a coach for striking. That's why he's friends with these guys like Audrey Feely and Uri Faber and all that stuff. So... I think the fact that he was a coach and like got that other point of view of fighting, it's helped his career so much. Um, and he's only 31. 31's not old. It's in his prime. He's in his prime. Uh, he's he's. I really hope he does well, Marcel. Here's the thing: like, he probably I'm not saying he's going to be a champ, but you never know. You never know. I never thought Alexa Grasso would be a champion in the UFC, and she is a champion now. You know, there's other fighters that we saw come up, and we're like, okay, they're pretty good, but. I never thought he'd be a champion. I never thought Jamal Hill would be a champion. I knew he was a good fighter. I never thought he'd be a champion. I wanted to say that, exactly. Right? Like, I never thought he'd win the belt. I never thought Jan Blachowicz would be a champion either. No. He had so many losses. Almost got cut. Almost got cut, excuse me. Um, there's a lot of fighters, guys, that you never really know, and, and they can go in there and really turn their careers on. I mean, quite Michael, frankly, Marcel, Michael even Bisping. Steve, even, yeah, Bisping. Even Stipe. Honestly, like after Struve knocked him out, I'm like, oh, this guy's not going to go anywhere in his career. And he became the greatest heavyweight of all time, so... You never know. You really never know. And I just hope Mike's going to have a, a good run here because uh, he's looked great so far. And like we said, he gets that top 15 guy and then starts rolling up the ladder, hopefully. Um, do you guys 
think – yeah, UFC Toronto will happen. Um, Dana White kind of mentioned that. Who would headline? They're going to – it won't be a Canadian. It will be someone else. Um, right now, okay, so it would prof, probably have to be in, what, November? No. I don't, when would they do it? Because when I'm thinking about it right now, August pay-per-view is Boston. September is in Sydney. Um, October is in uh, Abu Dhabi. November is in MSG. And then December is in – I think it's Vegas too, right? So – I don't know where they're going to fit a Toronto card in, but Dana did mention that. So maybe they do like maybe they do like a UFC on ABC card in Toronto. That could be That's interesting. Possible. Yeah, that would be interesting. I know it's in, in Canada and ABC is the American channel, but we still get it here in Canada. So maybe that's what they'll do. I mean, I I can't wait. I've been to all the Toronto cards, every single one of them, and obviously I'm going to be at this one whenever they come back. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw. I'm going to be in Vegas. I got the credentials uh, for 290. I can't wait. I'm excited. Be there with James. Uh, Marcel, I, I, we're trying to get you to go. But one of these days, Marcel, we're gonna all go to go to Vegas and we're gonna, Dan, we're gonna party down there. Man. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis goes from Eurosport, so you can say what's up to him. <laughs> I'll, I'll, if I see him, I'll say what's up for sure, for yeah. sure. All right, um, yeah, let's go back to the fights. Um, Danny, I mean, this fight went pretty much like we we said, Marcel, just a superior striker. Danny gave Nate Landwehr's chin. It's not the greatest. He's been dropped a lot now. Nate Landwehr's been knocked down quite a few times in the UFC. Four knockdowns against guys. Like that's not a great chin. Um, still a tough dude. He went the distance, but the fight really didn't go how I any differently. I thought, except I, I thought Dan would put him out. So he dropped him, couldn't finish him, but still won a clear decision. Any quick thoughts on this fight? I feel the same way. You know, I done eager first round knockout, and he almost got him out in the first, and he got him almost out of the yeah. second. I think Landwehr did yep. pretty okay in the third round, you know, he, and he saw Ige was kind of a little bit gassed, and he said that at, at the, in the interview as well. Um, yeah, good win for Ige. You know, he showed that he's top 15, you know, and uh, good for him, man. Good for him. Good second win of this year um, after going 0-3. Yeah. Nice. I agree. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't like... It, ah. It wasn't the, the, the best fight ever. It was, it was a spectacular, decent, but, but it was good. Yeah, It was a scrap. It was a decent scrap. I'll say that. Fight of the night. Were you surprised this one fight of the night? Mark Andre Barry on Eric Anders. Listen, it was course, a great fight. Listen, man. On, on, on paper, did you ever thought this was going to be fight of no. the night? Never. No, no, I said last week it was going to be a boring fence pushing. Yeah. It was a lot of fence pushing, but there was a lot of strikes landed too. I mean, And also, Barrio dropped him good in that first round. Yeah. Like he knocked him down. It was a good fight. I'm I don't think I would have given it a fight of the night. I think Eamon Zahabi got fucking robbed of 50000 I really do. The fact Eric Andrews is walking with fifty k, I don't know about that. That doesn't make sense to me, guys. Like, why did why did Eamon Zahabi get pushed over? All the other finishes got bonuses. Why not Eamon Marcel? It, no one asked him either. No one asked Dana. I don't know. What do you think about that? Because it was such a quick stoppage. Like, a minute. I don't know. I haven't I thought know. about it, actually, but I agree with you. I think many people don't, didn't thought about it for some reason. So, But I agree with you. Why yeah, did he not yeah. get a bonus? I don't get no, it. I'm really confused. Like. Anyways, it was a good fight. Barrio looked great. I mean, he's looked really good overall, like in the last few years. We we both liked him a lot, I think. I really liked him in this fight. I think you picked him too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Barrio, yeah, yeah. Decision. Yeah. yeah, we I loved him in this fight. We and we got Me the too. we got the right pick. So yeah, he looked great. Um so Hobby got robbed of fifty thousand. I'm really uh pissed about it, to be honest with you, because he deserved it. I think the referee not stopping the fight right away may have cost him that fifty thousand. Um, because awesome. he put his hands up like it was a walk off knockout, and then the ref had to like stop it after he landed another punch, even though Arichi Long was like turtled up, like he was done, dude. That's the first time Arichi Long's been knocked out in his 34th pro fight. That's a fucking good win for, for him, yeah. Um, anyways, we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a sec. Let, let me get in order here. Nazarene, Imovov, and Chris Curtis, you know, Marcel, I'm really glad there's no contest. We would have got this pick wrong. Uh, Imovov was dominating this fight, in my opinion. Um, you never know what would happen at the end of the second round because that's when Curtis starts to turn up. But that headbutt, the clash of heads was nasty. The cut was nasty. Um, I'm glad they stopped the fight because he couldn't see. Um, I, I I do think it's a little weird that Curtis is like saying like, why did they stop the fight? But you, dude, you told the doctor in the rough you couldn't see. Of course they're going to stop. He knew that too. Everyone knows that. You can't say I can't see. No contest is the right call, though. I'm glad it wasn't like a DQ or, or something else. But uh, obviously, you know, second round, um, no contest. But yeah, I mean, if they run it back, guys, I'm going to pick Emil Bob. I'm going to switch my pick. What, what What do you think? Man, I feel bad, man, for Curtis that it happened again, you know, the clash of heads. But the thing is, man, do people legit hate Chris Curtis, dude? Because I said that, that I feel bad for him. And everybody went after after that tweet on Twitter like, no, he sucks. And I uh, fuck him. I was like, okay, what the hell, you know? Um, 
yeah, I feel bad for him. Obviously, also for Imanov because he was doing really well. You know, he was winning the fight. But um, yeah, unfortunate event. You know that happened. It happens. You know. What can you do? <laughs> Uh, not much, um, but do you think they run it back, or do you think they just give? Because someone's in the comments saying, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we need to run it back. Yeah, that's what honest. he's saying too in the comments. They might just, they might just push it forward. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, Curtis didn't have a great showing. I don't think Jasmine Jasavicius did huge upset here. I thought she had a chance, man. Remember I said last week or so, I'm like, she's got a chance here. She's a big girl. Miranda Maverick looked so bad in this fight. Like, I told you, Marcel, I was a little bit worried after the last fight. Like, she didn't finish Shayna Young. That's, I know she won, but it wasn't the greatest performance. What happened to her, man? Tell me what happened to Miranda in this fight. What the hell happened? Was it just the size and the length and the reach and everything? Was that the problem? Really? I think it's definitely a big part of it, you know, uh, the, the the size and the reach and that, all that stuff, you know. Uh, I think she still did pretty well in the first round, but after it this was like completely just to the vicious, you know. And uh, only thing, listen, man, I like just Jasmine, but the only thing that's going to bother me here is that Jasmine is going to be ranked. Uh, for example, Natalia Silva's not. You there, know? There, there's no way they're going to do that. They, they can't. They. I mean, Maverick is 15. Can't. I think they put... I think they're going to put Natalia in at 14 and put Jasmine at 15. I think they okay. have to. They're going to take out, what's her name? Um, Tracy Cortez. I think that's I think they that's should. what you do. Because Tracy hasn't fought in forever. Take her out of the rankings. Take Miranda out and you put these two in. It is kind of screwed up, Marin. Because honestly, like I don't even think Jasmine deserved this fight. I don't think she deserved a ranked opponent. But she went in there and, and won. Yeah. So, Deservedly yeah, won, but yeah. I, but again, that was you know what that was June 18, twenty twenty two. So not even one year ago, she got smoked by Natalia, and Natalia since then has won two other fights by brutal knockouts. So obviously Natalia still should be ranked in the top fifteen. I would have her in my top fifteen right now. I think it's stupid she's not, but uh, I hope the rank the media doesn't fuck that up. That's that's what I hope. Um, Jasmine, they're saying yeah, Andrea Lee. That's a lot of people are saying that. Is that the fight you like? You like that fight? Um, I had Andrea Lee against somebody else or, or last time. I don't know against who anymore. Probably I against Natalia. I think against Natalia, actually. <laughs> Maybe it so, was, actually. Yeah, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah, because she beat uh, Victoria Leonardo yeah. and her teammates, uh, Andrew Lee. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Anyways, so, uh, getting back to the fights. Like I said, Eamon got robbed. He should have got a bonus. Tell me what you thought about his performance because it was it was great, right? I mean, it was quick. It was violent and it was great, you know? Not much more to say. Um, I mean, um, I think it's amazing that you can... Uh, do so uh, that you have a great knockout and you even have podcasts through the weeks you know so so long podcasts and uh yeah shout out to helwani dude i mean great knockout. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> no but hobby did look great man and really good uh solid uh third win in a row for him you know uh he's making uh, moves in the in the, in the band away division so uh yeah i'm happy for him let i i hope we can see uh, he's finally getting some momentum, right? With his three wins, uh, was was uh, away for some time, you know. But now he's getting momentum. Let's see if he uh, if he if he improves and uh, if he can go uh, a little bit further. You know, uh, looking forward to it, man. It looked promising at least. You know. Agreed. Um, to me, this is surprise of the night. Kyle Nelson beating Blake Builder. <laughs> I didn't really expect it, Marcel. Um, I knew he was training with all those guys like Malad, Jasmine. They're, the whole camp was pre prepared to go to war. And I thought, you know, he's looked better lately, obviously, with the Choi fight, Herbert, you went to decision. But I still thought Builder would be able to style on Blake Builder had a horrible performance. You talk about, I know, Marcus, you're going to, I don't know if you're still in the chat, Marcus, you're going to ask us whose stock dropped the most. And the obvious answer is Aldana. But I think Blake Builder's right up there, too. He was one of the only undefeated featherweights in the roster still. He looked great in his debut. He looked horrible in this fight. What the fuck happened to him in this fight, man? He was like showboat. He's losing 327. Yeah. Like, really dude, what are you doing? Like, Terrible performance. Give me your thoughts. I thought he looked horrible. <laughs> I mean, Carl Nelson won one fight in his last six in the UFC, you know? So if I, you look at Blake Builder against Shane Young, and he looked really good in the first two rounds. Third round was a little bit, you know, but he looked good in that fight. So I was pretty much sure this was like a no-brainer for me going with Blake Builder, you know? So I was shocked, you know? Uh, and good for Carl Nelson because he saved his career here in the UFC at least. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, man, Blake Builder, that was a bad and un un unexpected performance of his, you know. Um, 
yeah, maybe it's just a one time that that is a bad performance. We'll see in this next fight. But uh, yeah, like I said to my to a friend of mine, dude, huge parlay buster for a lot of people. I think you know. So uh, yeah, I think most people that had in the parlay are crying. Yeah, because, I mean, he's probably the only guy that lost. Uh, actually, they were already true, done early at night. <laughs> yeah, pro- they were already done with this fight too because I think a lot of people picked uh, Devorah. I can put in their parlay. Like, great pick, by the way, last week. You know I was on the fence about this one. I really wanted to pick him, man. I, I should have, you know, because he won. He looked great. Steve Ursig gets the win, gets a bonus, doesn't get a finish, but gets a bonus. And I'm fine with that, by the way. I thought this Me was too. a really good fight. And he looked great. Um, very impressed. I told you, man, like, I, I loved what I saw on the tape. It was just because of the short notice, because of the competition uh, in the past, and because Dvorak's, you know, an established guy, I couldn't pick him. But mm-hmm. the value was clearly on his side. And he looked great. And I know you were impressed by his performance too, right? Oh, definitely, man. I mean, uh, he looked great. The first round, I felt like Dvorak uh, did this, had this timing well, you know. And you saw that Erzak uh, had uh, a little bit of problems with adjusting, you know. But at the moment, he he touched him and he almost finished him. From that moment, he was in the lead, you know. And he did perfect. Uh, almost got him out in the second round out of there, but then he didn't. And uh, won the second and third round. I don't think he won the first, but second and third. I think one judge I gave him also the first. But uh, yeah, good win, man, for Ursa. I mean, what can you say? Short notice fight against a top 10 fighter. Uh, he's definitely coming into the, the rankings. And uh, man, I think a lot of people will be upset, dude, uh, in the flyweight division. With uh, with that fight, I think a lot of people wanted that fight against Dvorak, and Ursa got it, and he took advantage of it. So good for him, you know. Dvorak was supposed to fight Matt Schnell first, I believe, yeah. right? Maybe they do Ursa against Schnell because I was looking at the ranking. Schnell's ranked like eighth. It makes sense. I think yeah. I think he destroys Matt Schnell. I think he destroys yeah. him. Honestly, yeah. this guy's legit, guys. He's legit. Um, yeah, I really wish I I really wish I bet on him, but I guess I had some hesitation. That's okay. I mean, I at least you know. I know how good he is. Um, I, I mean, you, at the could, rankings. You, you considered it, you know, it was, it was not like you said, like it's a blowout. Was, you said like it's close. Oh, I, I was super close because I did the tape study. I mean, it looked yeah. good. But again, it's just the other reasons, like the short notice, the la- the competition in Austria wasn't the greatest, like mm-hmm. had question marks. But anyways, looking at the rankings, I mean, Manel Kopp is ninth. I don't think he beats Kopp. I'll be honest. Kopp is really good. Um, Schnell, I think he beats. Alex Perez, he could beat. I also feel like, honestly, Marcel, I think he could beat um, a guy like Nicolau or France too. You know, I think it's possible. You know, I don't want I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but this guy's he is a top ten guy. He's legit. His ground game is that back ticket. Was it the third round, Beautiful. second round? Yeah. Holy second fuck, round, how fast it was! Yeah. And that's you saw on the tape the, the grappling. That's the other reason I keep forgetting this, but like, I wasn't sure about the striking, but his striking looked great. So very impressive performance. It's one of the better UFC debuts, right? In a while, wouldn't you say? Like, yeah. maybe but, since but, your, your girl Natalia Silva, maybe one of the best ones since then. <laughs> definitely. By the way, is he related to uh, Alex Chambers? He's asked for a boy, and she's asked for a girl. So yeah, they're both Australian, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, the, the Undertaker versus the Astro Boy. That's a pretty pretty yeah. fun uh, fight. <laughs> it's almost like a wrestling match. Yeah, Astro Boy and Schnell makes sense. I think it makes sense, and he beats him too. Ursaig's legit. He is. Astro Boy should tell should uh, tell Mikhaev to beat a ranked fighter. That's the thing. Mikhaev's not fighting ranked guys, but I don't think they want to fight him. Anyways, uh, first fight of the night. At least I aced this one, Marcel. Diana Bell beats. I told you she'd win. I knew she'd win. Um, the volume striking. Maria Oliveira does not take her career seriously. I saw Sean. I don't know if you, did you see Sean Strickland's podcast. You hear what he said? Yeah. Um, he's like, she's at the PI all the time. She wears like no clothes. I'm surprised they even let her in. Like, listen, she's a good looking girl. There's no doubt. She, she loves showing her body off, but like, when I saw that she was on like the Brazilian, like was it Big Brother like version of the show or whatever, like she won, right? I was like, why is she doing that during her camp? I think she lost in the first week or something, didn't she? Like, I don't think she. No, won the I, show. I thought she won the show. Is that what? Did she actually? Oh my god, yeah. well, my bad then. Um, what's the show called? Do you know? I don't know, I but I heard watched. she won the show. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't watched the dude. <laughs> well, let me read this. She explains the crazy decision to join it during her camp. Like that's just stupid. That's like I'm sorry. But like, don't you think? What do you yeah. think, Brian? During your camp? Yeah. Did you also saw when she, uh, when Jason Herzog was uh, checking her gloves, she still had her eyelashes on. And that too, she, like I said, she was like, she's, right. <laughs> she's not really a fighter when you think about it. She cares way more about her looks than anything else. It's mm-hmm. listen. She's like I said, she's good looking, but like I don't think she cares about the fighting part of it that, that much. Because I'm reading, I'm reading right now. Glenn Cruz interviewed her. and he said that she no, she got eliminated in the first week, man. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, she only started getting back to training on May 24th. 
Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, she looked bad. Um, I don't really think she's UFC caliber, dude. I don't know. What do you think? Nah, man. I mean, um, the only good thing she did, I think, was at the last minute with those knees. The only thing, the good thing, what she did. She was spamming those flying knees. Yeah. Good, but, like, where was that the rest and, of the fight, right? And the two takedowns. But besides that, Diana was a better fighter. You know, she she uh, put her against the cage. She she landed punches. She outstriked her. Um she looked really flat-footed, yeah. Maria, I think. Um, yeah, Diana was much better. And she deserved I, – I had her all three rounds, so, yeah. Yeah, but Bita looked good in this fight. All right, so that's UFC uh, 289. Um, yeah, it was a good card. We, we, like, I know going into it, you weren't super high on it, but it, it probably exceeded your expectation, I'm guessing, right? It was a good card, right? I give it a seven. It was a good card, yeah. Fair enough. Only three finishes, you know. I, it would have been nice yeah. to see a few more. But, you know, we did have six Canadians winning, which was nice. Or, sorry, five plus the honorary <laughs> one. We'll say six. <laughs> five and a half. Five like I say, we'll claim Deanna because we, we like her here. But, uh, yeah, like five people that were actually born and in, in, in raised in Canada that live here. So, still pretty fucking good, man. And I saw some people out of parlay, like crazy odds for all six of them or five of them. Like, should have did that too. Dude, you get balls um, if you you have really balls if you put all six Canadians or five in, in the parlay with Kyle Nelson. Like, why would you put like Kyle Nelson? Like, why would you ever put Kyle Nelson in it? You know what I mean? Or even Jasmine was kind. Con- well, Jasmine, I thought had better chance. I didn't yeah. think Kyle Nelson. Like, I really didn't think he had a chance. That one. That's every card marshal. There's I call it the surprise of the night. He was my surprise of the night. There's always me one fight that like surprises you. Like it has a good performance that you didn't see coming. Like again, I thought Ursay could have a great fight. I thought Jasmine could uh, use her size. I thought Eamon could win too, but like I didn't think Kyle Nelson would win that fight. Sure. All right, um, that's it for UFC 289. Yeah, great card, great uh, event. And uh, by the way, our, our boy James Lynch, Marcel, give him some credit. He was grinding all week out there in Vancouver, so it's really good content. All right, Marcel, let's quickly get into PFL 4. We'll just recap it really fast here. Did you get a chance to, to watch it or help check out a couple of the fights? or Parts, or what? parts. So I wasn't able to watch like the prelims. I did see the the main card. Um, I mean, I honestly didn't. I don't think anyone saw this fight coming here with uh, Jesus Pinedo knocking out Brian Lofton, and it was a great knockout too, dude. He knocked. It was a knee to the face followed by a liver kick on the same strike. I've never seen that before. Have you ever seen that before? Yeah. Unreal. Right? He hit okay. both both spots, dude, and Brian went way down. Brian's out of the tournament now, which is insane. And Chris no Wade one as would well. have expected that, right? <laughs> And Chris Wade, I saw his face. He's like, like he was shocked. Yeah, we watched him. Good for Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When you look back at it, though, like Jesus Pinedo went one and one in the UFC and got cut. Like mm-hmm. he didn't really get a fair shake, did he? Like, and he's had a nice run since then. Even his last fight with the Braga guy who knocked out Marais, split decision. We under we overlooked him, Marcel. We did. I think everyone did. And you know what the crazy thing is? All the favorites on this card won except for Lofton. How many people had the full card or all the big favorites, Marcel, and then Lofton lost? Trust me. Trust me, a lot of people lost money on that fight. So, anyways, he looked great. Your boy uh, Mavlid looked amazing again against uh, Tyler Diamond. You think he wins the the, the tournament? Um, yes, Mavlid. Yes, Martin Hamlet. I guess I don't know. I wasn't impressed personally. That fight was not good. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw it. Um, Baba Jenkins looked great again. Josh Oliveira got the win by injury. Delon Monch, like I don't know, his knee got like fucking started like freaking out. He, he's uh, injured. Mom Rice got knocked out again. I don't know why he's fighting again. How many knockout losses in a row was that? Eight? Seven? Let me check. Uh, yeah, one, way two, too many. Four, five, six. Seven in a row. Eight of his last nine all lost by knockout. And honestly, Marcel, I don't think he beat Aldo. He should have been on a nine-fight losing skid. That's not good. Um, he should have retired after he left the UFC. He should. He did not need to go to PFL and get knocked out three more times. And not only did he get knocked out three more times, Marcel, all in the last six months, November, April, and June. That's a lot of knockout losses in a short succession. And I know one of them was by kicks, but still. Uh, Ty Flores won, but I think he missed weight. So he only gets like uh, part of the points, I think. Chris Wade looked great, but he got knocked out of the tournament. Impa looked great. Is Impa in or not? Uh, I can't know. remember now. Andrew Sanchez got a win, although it was a very controversial decision, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And now Montez and Pendrive. Let me let me take a look quickly. Um, So Impa's in, I believe. Yeah, it looks like it. So Impa... Um, Ty Flores is still in, I guess, because he had two wins compared to one for Sanchez, even though he missed weight. Hamlet's in. Okay, so just looking at the rankings or the standings right now, it's Josh Silvera, Martin Hamlet, Impic Sangre, and Ty Flores. Who would you pick out of those four guys to win? I would pick Silvera fighting Casangane, uh, and I think I pick Silvera. Yeah. And then you got Jenkins, uh, Braga, 
I believe in Pinedo and, and Jankis Kabulayev. Jankis Kabulayev, Kabulayev wins. Yep, I agree. All right, so we're on the same page on that. There's a couple more questions here or uh, comments. I don't know why the UFC cut him. He lost to John McDessie. He's a good fighter. He's still on the roster after like 15 years or whatever. He's a good fighter. I felt like Pinedo loss. back then was really like kind of inexperienced, you know, in the bigger True. stages. But yeah. he still beat that Dwight, uh, Devin Powell guy. Like he went one and one. It wasn't, he he should have got another fight. Mm -hmm. It was kind of surprising. Uh, thoughts of Mars apparently. He should have retired a, a few fights ago, Michael. I mean, he, he stayed in a little bit too long. After all these years, how do you not feel with Dana not signing Brandon? I, I think it's still stupid, but I yeah. Think, you know, Dana was like just excited as hell when he lost. I mean, he doesn't like the guy, but uh, Brandon should be in the UFC. Anyways, that's it for the UFC uh, 289 recap and the PFL recap, guys. We're just going to end the first show here, Marcel. And we're going to get back right away, guys, to do UFC Vegas 75 preview. So just thanks everyone again for joining us for short notice here on Sunday. Uh, like I said, we'll be back in just a few minutes here, guys. I'm going to set up the podcast, do the UFC Vegas 75 preview. Hope everyone uh, joins us for that. If not, that's okay, but uh, you can watch the recap, the uh, replay later. Uh, remember, like, share, subscribe, guys. Tell your friends about the podcast. We'll see you in a few minutes if you're going to join us for the UFC uh, Vegas 75 preview. Peace. Sure.